You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Let's read together this morning Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. Why would it mean standing? Ephesians 2 10. Uh, let's read God's word together. <laughs> Hallelujah. By the grace of God, this is the kind of atmosphere we should have on Wednesday. Praise the Lord. You will not maximize Christianity or you will not take advantage, you will not receive fully what is embedded in Christianity, what is loaded in it, if you don't do it the way God says you should do it. And that's what many people do. Honestly, I pray for everybody watching me, both on TV and live. That you get to a point in your life that you know that God does not joke with words. When he says, I will bless, he will bless. When he says, I will heal, he will heal. One of the reasons why people haven't experienced God the way they should is also they are not playing the script the way they should. It is true. What is the most important thing to Jesus Christ? One of the most important things. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. How many Christians preach every day or at least every week? Very few. That alone. I'm about to read something, and I, I told them for service that when your capacity cannot carry what God wants to show you, it will not show you. This is the reason for delay. If God gave Anna Samuel the first year, she will keep him at home, and she will use him to prick Penina, to answer her. That wasn't the purpose. God made sure she went into prayers. And that was why I said for service. You will never see through the plan of God as you should until you become a person of prayer. Jesus prayed in Luke chapter 4. He fasted 40 days. I'm not saying you should do that. But as soon as he came, the Bible said that a book was given to him and he opened to a place. Remember we read in Psalm. All your parts are written in this book, Psalm 139. So, and then there are many roles. So I'm talking about script too. I started talking about script at uh, the first service. And there are general scripts and there are specific scripts. I'm praying that God will open someone's eyes to know what heaven thinks of you. Because a person can live and die. We will not get to that particular one this week. But I'm going to show you one day. Over 80% of the people come into this world without entering chapter 1 of God's plan for their lives. Yeah. Because there are specific scripts and there are general scripts. Even if you don't play the general value, how shall you enter the specific ones? So people are specially selected by God. And then he unfolds before them. Like in the Bible, some were selected and God told them ahead of time what is planned for them. Isaiah 45. Thus hear the Lord to his anointed Cyrus, whose right hand I am holding to subdue nations and kings and then the two life gates shall be opened. When you understand this, this is a prophecy about Cyrus, Isaiah 45. Send us here the Lord to his anointed Cyrus, whose right hand to subdue nations and kings before him. And he said, And I will lose the lands of kings to so open before him the two live gates, and the gates shall not be shut. God is awesome. For Please get the message of the first. The only thing I will pay from there is the fact that I said the way he introduced himself, Revelation chapter, Revelation chapter 1, verse 8 to John, he said that I am the Alpha and the Omega. And then he gave him a code that enables him to be the Alpha and the Omega. He said, I am the one that is, that was, and that is to come. If you are to arrange as a mortal man, you will arrange it like the one that was. The one that is, and the one that, 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 that's a better sequence. But the Lord said, because God does not begin with past or future, it begins with now. That's what the Bible said that now faith is. Hallelujah. And I said that the moment you have an encounter with God, it will explain to you the past and the future. When you meet the Lord that is, you will understand the Lord that was and the Lord that is to come. God does not live in the past or in the future. 
In God, there is no past, there is no future. Everything is together. That is why most scientists find it difficult to define time. Time does not have any accurate definition. They will say, some people will say, Christians will say, there's a fraction of eternity. Some things are very deep. Just understand that God does not operate within time. He made time for, that was why when he was going to tell Rebecca, uh, uh, when he was going to tell Sarah, God became a man. And we might look at that part today. Abraham sat and he saw three men coming. And one of them was God. And then he said, about this time, next year, according to the time of life, Sarah will have a son. Because in heaven, we do operate the time of life. Did you get that? He had to use a vocabulary that Abraham will understand. He said, by this time next year, Sarah will have a son. According to the time you guys operate, we've already given Sarah a son. The boy is already growing up. Because no one to God that all his works before the foundation of the earth. But the Bible said that God said the Lord to his anointed Cyrus. Now, interestingly, this prophecy came about 150 years or thereabout before Cyrus was born. God called him by name. And God said that I will subdue kings. If you were a king in the time of Cyrus, no matter your military strength, Cyrus will win you because it was... I will go to theory of nations one day, but I will say to you that to a large extent, nobody becomes the president of a nation. Those very, very sensitive positions are always attracting the attention of all the spirit beings, both on the side of God and on the side of the devil, because they are going to affect what will happen in the world. That's how you are told to pray for those who are in authority. Not necessarily to take time, but to pray for those who are in authority. But let's just leave that one. Are you following me? So Cyrus, God said that, are we, now the second person, are we open before him the two life gates? I'm going to touch on that a bit, just to know, let you know that uh, there are no accidents per se. Everything has been pre-planned. It's like God is playing a video whose end he has seen, a script that he himself. But then there is a part where you are free to choose which script you will play when it comes to the general. But in the specific, it depends on God's sovereignty. sovereignty. In his own sovereignty, it takes, did you get that? When it comes to the general, you can pick. When it comes to the specific, it is a matter of God's sovereignty. So Cyrus did not plan this. And the Bible said that the two gates will be opened before him. What happened that day? Remember the night that Daniel said to Belshazzar, Daniel chapter 5, God has numbered your days and he has brought it to an end. You've been weighed on when the finger wrote, Mene, Mene, take care of our sin. And he said that you've been weighed on the scale and you'll be found to be one thing. That same night, the Bible said that Daniel chapter 5, that, 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 that same night, Belshazzar was murdered and Darius the Mede became king. Now, he threw a party, remember, and he was drinking from the silver pot and gold that they captured from Jerusalem. As he was drinking, the finger wrote on the wall. Because he was having a party, all the staffs, all the soldiers at the gate left the gate and came to get drunk, all of them. Darius was already outside the, outside the compound with soldier. And then Darius marched in. There was a river that was passing in front of Babylon. There was no physical way where a man could invade Babylon. But a prophecy had come. Now, instead of Cyrus, the gate could not be brought down by any military strength. But God has said about 150 years before then that I will set the gates open before him. So the guards watching the gate left the gate open and came to attend the king's party. That was how Darius came in. But this interestingly, these are the details of the event that happened. But they were foretold by God that the gate shall not be shut. Now, I go to a crucial point for service. That there are some wicked men that God will allow to live long because they are part of the script also. Romans chapter 9. This talks about Pharaoh. So it is not every wicked person that people will pray against that God will remove. Some have a role to play. If there is a decree against a wicked person that he himself will be assassinated. You are a Christian, you can't assassinate anybody. But there are other guys. <laughs> Did you get that? God has a way of regulating the world by himself. Oh. <laughs> oh my. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Yes, Praise the Lord. The wicked will be repaid or not. When a person is wicked, there are other wicked people that God will leave because they are going to repay that person. And the cycle continues. Because good people cannot repay. <laughs> Did you get what I've just said? Hallelujah. Now, Romans chapter 9. Look at verse 17. This is amazing. 
You see, for the scripture said unto Pharaoh, for this purpose I have raised thee up. Number one, nobody was going to become Pharaoh except that particular guy. Because maybe from when he was small, he was stubborn. And God said that this is the guy I need. Because any other person after two plagues will give up. So yeah, go. Make sure they go. But this guy, water turned to blood. He just smiled. He said, that's not a problem. Raw turned to serpent. He said, well, we are not moved. Can you imagine boils all over them, all over Pharaoh himself? So boy, he said, you're not going anywhere. And then, darkness. Frog were, frogs were jumping all around. And he would beg Moses, okay, let the frogs go. I will release you. And the frogs will go. He say, release, come. And God said, I like this guy. <laughs> Perfect guy for the script. He said, because I, I, I have to demonstrate my power. And I need someone that can hold on until all the powers are demonstrated. And then God told Moses. And when you check, God knew the guy. He didn't tell Moses once that this is the sixth plague. It, will go. it was after the tenth. So God said that finally, this is the one that will break the camels. But after this one, we will let you go. When he carried his own firstborn in his hand, dead. Then he said, go. But you would think that was it. After they left, the guy woke up again and started following. Because the script was that they must be buried in the sea. And he was a guy with that personality. So when you... <laughs> People prepare themselves for different roles. Amen. God never said Judas. But the day he began to steal money, he started working himself into that script. It's as if at times the scripts are laid down before God. You are free to pick one. Now, when you start with the general, you are likely to end up with the specific. For instance, if you decide to start winning soul every week, you are playing the script of Mark 16, 15, going to all the world and win the gospel. Every script has implication at the end. It might be a supernatural gift of the spirit, a crown that does not fade for soul winner. It's waiting at the end. But you are free to make that choice. You cannot choose like Cyrus to be called to set free a nation. You cannot make a choice. Let me tell you the truth. You can't pray yourself into becoming the president of a nation. If you look at even Nigeria history, presidents that have been in the, la the last seven presidents of Nigeria, none of them wanted to be presidents. The current president had given up completely. He said he was not running again. I remember they said the purple. They went to beg Gimme Kasina to come back. OBJ just came out of cell and went to see me JJ in his house. And then they drafted the script and put him in and brought him. President Jonathan Neville was never looking for a deputy governor. Something happened to the governor. Before he sat down as the governor, they came to ask for vice president and then he became president. Just check like that. Abacha was going to pacify the Yorubas. He brought Shoneko, who was not part of the whole thing. But he forgot that he left the, he left, uh, uh, sorry, uh, IBB. Brought in Shoneko. And then that one, you see all these things that all presidents, nobody, Anyone that is wise will not be desperate about becoming a leader in Nigeria. It didn't go to our way. It has never gone to people who should, I mean, somehow, I'm not saying anybody is good, anybody, I'm just saying that if you look at the history of the nation, that is how it has always been played. Just read all this, thing, all, all this, all this what I told you. Just about the time they were thinking of sacking Abu Salam, and he had given up from nowhere, he became the president. It has always been like that. And what 2023 also, the race in Nigeria, it's not to the swift. That's the truth. Now, I will leave you to the time whether the good guys have had it or not. But one thing is certain: that somehow, 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 it has always gone to those. So Dinka killed Muritala and they gave it to uh, Obasanjo, who was not. Dinka killed to become president. But then they went to OBJ. That should let the white people observe something. When I read Nigeria, I said, oh my God, how can people omit this? And this thing this, this has been like that. That someone you will not expect will just come in and then that will be the president. Amen. Maybe there's a president listening to me now. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, <laughs> okay, so let's read that Ephesians 2. Amen. Ah, I said I was talking about a few things about entertaining angels. Okay, Ephesians 2. For we are, verse 10, we are his workmanship created in Christ unto good works. That God at before, underline that before if your Bible is yours and it's a physical Bible. God at before ordained that we should walk in them. There is something set before you. 
That's why Psalm 119 verse 105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and it's a light unto my path. It shows me which line is mine, and which one is not mine. So, Jesus opened the book and he found a place that was written of him. In that book called the Word of God and the Bible, and in the pages of life, there are scripts written. You will walk in the one that is yours as your path is lifted by God. Where there is no light and there is no lamp, you are going to take a lot of steps that is not taking you the direction of what God has called you to do. Hallelujah. And when it comes to this, there are no small roles or big roles. To every president, there must be a vice president. There must be somebody who will help him negotiate for people to vote for him. There must be, for every CEO, there must be a PA. There must be, for every Nebuchadnezzar, there must be a Daniel. There might not be the original head, the main head, but that is pulling the string from under. There must be. In the case of Cyrus, uh, Cyrus, where we read now, I discover, I read old Jewish stuff, and I discovered that what happened was that when he was born, he did not know the role is always in the script coded. One of the slaves captured in Israel that was now working in the king's palace, 100 and something years after this prophecy was given, Isaiah 45, saw the document. And went to Miss Cyrus and said, Your Majesty, do you know that your name is in our law? And the first thing Cyrus said was that, Well, as at that time, Cyrus was the world president, like the president of America, but then America cannot even have that kind of authority. In those days, Cyrus had all nations under him. And the girl read to him that, Sir, your name, he said, Well, <laughs> everybody knows my name. It's like everybody knows Trevor, everybody knows Biden, everybody knows, everybody knows my name. So that they are writing my name in your book is not new. He said, No, sir. What makes a difference is that. That name, said this script I'm talking about, appeared 150 years before you were born. Cyrus got curious. He called the scribe and said, Get me that book. And the scribe, unbelievers, confirmed to him that this parchment was released 150 years before you were born. And they called you by name. So he said, Read the rest of the things to me. So they told him that the reason why you are king and nations fell before you was so that you will let the Israelites go back to their land. They were to go back to their land. It would take a president or presidents. To authorize all nations that if you stop them on the way, you are in trouble. So you must be elevated to that position to be able to command evil nations to give them timber and they must not rebel. So when he read the rest, he was the one, according to history, that let Israel go back to their land. Because a girl showed him that. But he too was king and he was enjoying his majesty. And somebody made him realize that you became king for a purpose. The thing about purpose is that when it is laid before you, if you don't know it, or you know you don't work in it, it will be taken away. They, I will show you another day. How like football, there are substitutes on the bench. Do you hear what I've just said? I'm going to show you, in Isaiah 37, the story of Sennacherib. When he came to invade Israel, and he began to boast, God answered him in a strange way. Isaiah 37, let's start from verse 26 or thereabout. Isaiah 37, 26. Look at what God said to Sennacherib here. As thou not heard, so Ezekiah went to pray. So Ezekiel was, he said, I will, he said, I will, he said, don't let Ezekiel deceive, deceive you. He said, which God will deliver you from my hand? He said, I want to read my, 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 my CV, how I dealt with nations bigger than you. And Ezekiel said, Lord, it is true. This guy has destroyed many nations. Then God spoke to Ezekiel and said, who is he talking to? Is it Mr. Ezekiel is talking to? He called me God like the gods of the nation. And God said that, as thou not heard that long ago, Sorry, my screen has disappeared. He said, long ago, how I have done it. And of the ancient times, I have formed it. Now I have brought it to pass. That thou should be to lay waste defense cities into ruins. Into ruinous heaps. Next, next verse. Therefore, their inhabitants were of small power. And they were dismayed. And they were confounded. Now this shows that this thing is not limited to Christians. Now, God said to Sinakeru, are you just, you are not aware that the reason why you conquered those nations, long time ago, I planned it. And because I planned it, when you invaded them, they had no power to withstand you. It was not your military might, it was my scripts. 
Did you get that? Hallelujah. So this Senakeru, but God said that at this moment, you now want to carry your Sarah. I don't Beyond. <laughs> he said, I didn't plan that you all the nations will invade. It will not include Israel. But now you are so arrogant. You don't know that long time ago, as I was writing my scripts, I just put it there that there will be a guy called Senakerub, and when he's invaded, nobody will be able to stand him. He said, but now, I'm going to show you what will happen to you. Of course, it was, God made him go back to his country. See, when God wants to do a job, he does a complete job. Senakerub had a rumor of war. He went back to his country. There was no war. And he was worshipping before his God, and two of his sons, his own sons, brought out dagger and, from the back, and he died. He died before his God, because the king of kings killed him. A man of God was saying, is this the God that you depend that you are making mouth to the most high? I will kill you not in Israel. Go and die before your God. And you will not die by an enemy, two of your own children. You see, now those children carried out the will of God. <laughs> One day, it is true. Somebody said it one time, long time ago, and it is true. We don't actually know how many people are living on the face of the earth. They say 7 billion. We don't know how many people because what people don't know is that among human beings, we also have angels. Let me talk a little about that. <laughs> hmm. See, one day, Pastor Deboe said that he was going somewhere. I told him for service, what if I tell many of you that you have seen angels before? Why you did not recognize that you were waiting for somebody with a wing? In Genesis 18, God and two of them came to see Abraham. None of them had a wing. The reason why other men in the city did not recognize God, they looked like ordinary men. And Abraham went to greet them. He gave them food and they ate. Who says that there must be flashes of light? It can be like that once in a while. Why did the Bible say in Hebrews 13 that some of you have entertained angels unaware? If they look like an angel, it would have been done with awareness. Is that right? Praise the Lord. In Luke, then in Matthew, in, in Genesis 19, they came to the city where Lot was. Everybody saw two handsome guys. They didn't know that they were angels. In fact, the men of the city in the night surrounded Lot's house. They wanted to rape them. God, they were proud to almost say, don't proud to almost share this on them. They said, bring those men that came to your house. That means they saw them. They thought they were men. And the men just did like this. And all of them became blind. They could not see the door again. And they told Lot, get everybody out of town. But how come Lot recognized? The one that appeared to Gideon did not look like an angel. You see, as they were, <laughs> he said, he didn't know he was rushing for a program in Yaba. That was many, many years before he became this popular, many, many years ago. And police stopped. They said it took one way. And he said, but it was not written there. They said, hey, you know what to do now. He said, well, I know what to do, but I cannot do it. I can't bribe you. I said, okay, stay there. He said, I'm going for bribe. He said, hey, Pray there now. All of a sudden, there was, there, 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 just ahead, just a group of boys, like area boys. They were taken. They might have not been area boys. This will shock you. One of them just said, ah, is that another man they call you Adeboe that is standing there? Police are harassing, let's go and help him. And they took broken bottles. And the police fled. And they said, Baba, oh yeah, make it they go. You might go back to, this. how you will know that those are, when you go back to that community and ask for those boys, they will say that we don't have area boys here. My brother was coming, in there to, he was going to America, he was coming from Abelkota, and they left six hours before, but this traffic was, and they all began to pray in the car. Lord, do something. This guy looked like Agbiru guy, just came from nowhere. There was a standstill. He just said, they said where he told them did not make sense. They went for about 30 minutes and they were ahead of the traffic and they made it to Lagos. Go back and ask about that guy. Now, God can use men to do that. But in some cases, Pastor Bakari said that when he was dating his wife now, he wanted to impress her. His uncle just bought a car. So he took the car and then took it out to her house. And as he was going to the flashing car, six empty guys, robbers, each with a dog barrel, stopped him on the way. I said, come out. I said, remember that, you, uh, that it could demobilize the car. So he demobilized the car. And he's like, okay, come down. And they Then, all of a sudden, he started praying. And those people started fighting. When they were fighting, he wanted to drive away. But he had demobilized the car. So he was stranded. I said, Jesus, help me. 
a guy was coming, passed through guys fighting with guns in their hand, and stopped by with a towing vehicle. And he said, do you want your car to be towed? Do you think that was a man? And he said, yes. He hooked the car, and he took him to his house. He ran in to go and give the guy money, came back, and he didn't see the guy again. Paul Crouch, the founder of TBN, they were in their jets or aeroplane. They were going. He thought they had shot the door and it was not properly shot. A girl still died of that thing not too long ago. Fell from the plane. The door opened and she fell. They were still there and he said that he didn't know. He was leaning on the door. He just saw this guy. Some soldiers were standing across the American military and one guy started running. And the guy ran. So he didn't even know. He thought the guy wanted to tell him something. He just moved and he fell. But the guy reached there before. If the guy carried him, his head was coming to the ground. You know how how high the door of the plane. The guy carried him and he didn't land. And the guy put him down on the ground. And the guy said, I I wanted to tell you that 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 door, you did not lock the door. And he went back in. He said after a while, they stopped and they asked the old guy there, where is that boy? They said, no boy there. Many times, that's what the Bible says. As a matter of fact, what the Bible is asking us to do is to pay attention to strangers. Abraham did. Many times we don't. Can I tell you this? See, one of the days, I, I talked with the leaders. Sorry, Patrick, can you hear me my anchor chief, please? Okay. I talked with leaders and I, I plead. Every time, may we become, before Jesus comes, may real church arise. Do know after service in all churches, you talk with your friends and family and you empty, you leave the hall. Even in the church, we don't practice this. How many people stop by to meet new people in the church? Listen to me. Somebody, as you are praying the morning that the Lord touched me in church today, the answer many times is not with the pastor. There's a fellow you will talk to after service and your life changes. But after service, you greet the pastor, you greet all the popular faces and you exit the hall. Pay attention to strangers. See, it was Reverend Bob that told us, if you need first class architecture in uh, Amadou University, one of their classmates was now in Abuja, I think the time of Jonathan, he was in charge of PTF or whatever. Colleagues were bowing before him to get a contract. Pastor Reverend Bob went to me, said, I'm a pastor. I'm blessed. I'm not here for a contract. I'm just here to say sorry. Now, when we're in class, I can't remember ever saying good morning to you once. We were the best student, the first class. That guy would just sit quietly at the back. A lot of classmates did not even know that he was in that class. You know the shocking thing? I believe more angels are living in our midst than we can imagine. Yeah. And they, exactly what happened in Sodom and Gomorrah. God said to Abraham that the report of the city had come up before me. God knows everything, but also angels report to God. They report to activities. There are some of them supervising you. And at times, somebody might appear like your neighbor. This is why when you see, I will never forget, I've seen a lot, but I will give you one that even happened to before we were born again. My parents were not at home. We were three guys. And I'm the last guy. I was clueless then. I was so young. The two before me were playing with, uh, we had this work clock that we used to plug. And it was sports, and my brother were playing with it. My brothers were playing with it, and one of my brother was just what's it? What's it? What's the electrical? Which one? Which one? Where you are? Which one? Okay, and that was what happened to him. Sir, as a young boy, I stood there. I was watching my brother dying like this. My son had the second one, no clue. It was the firstborn. We saw the ears too that he was. So we screamed and our neighbors came in and nobody could touch, nobody could do anything. There was a man we never forget. He was dressed like, like Jalab, something like somebody coming from us, something like that. And he just came to the front of the house. I said, what's happening? He didn't even listen. He just switched up the meter. He didn't occur to anybody outside. That was what, switched up the meter. My brother became where he was on the floor crying. Everybody was trying to help him and we went out and nobody saw the man again. I saw the man when he said, what's going on there? Said it's Yoruba, and he, and that was it. He just came to save. And when I saw him, when he pulled the meter, my attention was on my brother was dying. We're talking. 
And then one or two people saw him also. Everybody saw him together when he switched on the meter. So when the boy got a little better and sat down, we all went out. We couldn't see the man again. The most painful thing about this thing is that the Lord can appear to you like that and you can reject him. I said something for service. There is nothing like a plan of God must come to pass. And I said that one day we have to talk about mortal man, Adamic power. Man has the ability to reject the will of God for himself, for his community, and for an entire nation. It is true. God did not force them to change their mind when they told Samuel that wants a king. Samuel went to God and God told Samuel point blank, Oga, nobody you they rejected, it is me. He said, so they are tired of me being their king. Samuel said, yeah, that's what they are saying. He said, ordain a king for them. No problem. He told them. God had planned to give them king later, but it was not to start with Saul. They forced God to give them Saul. And God gave them. And they and Saul, they suffered all together. When the people said they wanted meat, God gave it to them. And then it became a problem. When people know man, and you know God, he said to Eli, I have sworn, for Samuel 2, that you will be a priest forever. He said, but now, I just changed my mind. He said, for they that honor me will I honor. I can't stand what your sons are doing anymore, so I've changed my mind. So a man can actually get to a point, no matter how, how powerful the script is, you can stop it. Now, people can stop, you can play the wrong role. Now remember, the, what we are focusing on today is the fact that I said something for service, prayer, Jesus finished praying, and he entered the synagogue. It is important for you to always go to church, and don't only go on Sunday. Sometimes, this, what God will show you is like puzzle. Listen. If there are people listening to me this morning, always listen to before taking an instruction. If you are not rooted to a particular level, the vision will be suspended. Because God would rather have you live your normal life than you go there and embarrass him. Now, what people don't know also is that it's not automatic that the person will do God's will. Moses at the end of the day, could not enter the promised land. Even though they said well, the place where he saw from was prominent, but then God said he wasn't going in, going in. The Bible is filled with people. Even David nearly missed it. So even God calling people is not a guarantee. Man always has a place. It is true. Hallelujah. See, I challenge them first and I'm telling you. If you walk, your place of work is very far. There's no way you can make it to church on Wednesday. Honestly, God understands. He knows your heart is there, but there's no way. But if your own is that you have just decided, somehow, anything outside Sunday you don't want to do, you might just be prolonging. See, everyone can see at times that after all, what you don't know will not. Because if you don't know, you will not know. Yes. Imagine Anna having Samuel the first year. Samuel being at home. Samuel will claw 40 without knowing that the deliverance of the entire cell was in his hand. He wouldn't know. You see, when your capacity can't carry something, the mother of Moses mistakenly told Moses that there's a prophecy ahead of you that you are supposed to be a deliverer. You are now living in the palace. What did he do? The next he killed an Egyptian. He was too immature for what he was told. And the next 40 years, he was in silence. He was in darkness. And Israel continued to cry. The Bible said that their tears went up to God. Because God did not plan to change his mind on that man. But the man delayed the time. God told Abraham 400 years. They were there 430 years plus. Before they left Egypt. One man. Can I tell somebody watching me, either online or live, what are you injuring by your inconsistency with God? How many cries are out there? God looks at Nigeria. He looks at you. But she's the one. And they like, Father, she, she doesn't even know. So look, look, she has not put herself in a position to even know. So I said two things. We, well, Jesus prayed. When you pray and then when you serve, service. That service is what might even uh, make you see. Mm. I will never... Uh, I was in my room in Namde Azikweo, in the rest of Ibadan. As 100 level students, a jam by two just came in. And this man came. This one is not even an angel, it's a man. Because I saw him many times later. But you know the shocking thing? I told him what he said, and he could not remember ever meeting me. 
He told my brother, I've heard about your brother. He told my other brother, I've heard, my brother was also in you. I was three years my senior in you. I said, I've heard about that you have a younger brother in this school. Where can I meet? Did they meet me? I said, ah, you can't remember. And I told him the story. He said, no, I can't remember. Which story? I was in, they took light in Nambia, Zikwewa. I was just, I don't know whether they gave us some terrible assignment in class. That day was just funny. My roommates were, were four in the room. All of them were not, and I was just the only one. So I was just lying down on my bed. It was around 6.30 to 7 in the evening. And there was no light. Everything was dark. I was thinking maybe I should go to chapel or to pray. I sat on the bed there. And then somebody knocked the door and came in. He told me the history of Christianity in UI for 20 years. 2000, uh, 1990. This one happened. I year 2000. This one, this one happened. Then, yeah, this one happened. This one happened. This one happened. And he told me the story till 1999. Again, my son, but there was a strike. So we came in 2000. He said, told me the whole story of the body of Christ in UI. This was president. And when he finished, he got up. And he got to the door. He held the light. I said, you will understand why I've told you the story later. And he left. And he could not remember again that he told me that. So when I was in final year, and I became the president of the Joint Christian Fellowship, in other words, maybe number one Christian school, in that sense. Then I remember, I was just hundred-level students coming in. And the, they used to, all, all, you had 34 fellowships then. All the fellowships we do an election. Just not in the canal, we just like, okay. That was the most contested. As in, we didn't contest. Somebody just got up, he hated me, hated our fellowship, and said, because when they met, I was part of the ESCO, I was the prayer coordinator for the Joint Christian Fellowship. All other ESCOs were finalists. I was the only one that was not in final year. And all of them met and said, we know that this one will be the next president. And this guy said no. And he started orchestrating things. There was nothing he didn't say. Because a word had come ahead of time. God has a plan. Some of his plans, at times some people who are non-Christian can read. Those who have spiritual eyes, even though they are not Christians. They can read some. Yeah. Familiar spirits are familiar with activities in order. They can predict some things that God will do around you. That's why they are called familiar spirits. That's why they can appear as your grandmother in the night and be talking to you with the voice of your grandmother. Grandson. And they call you by your native, native name. Alabi. <laughs> I want everybody to, if you are giving to service, David was supposed to go give food to his brethren. And that was the day he met Goliath. If I said this for service, everybody, imagine this for a while. If David said no that day, when the father said, go and give your brother food, if he said no, he wouldn't know what he missed. You understand what I'm saying? He, he would be 70 without knowing that he could have killed Goliath at 17 and he would have become a national name. Now you are 25, 27, 28. What of you are 40, you are 45? Everybody watching me. How many events were like Potter, like Icon, that you could have clicked on and it would have taken your life too, but you did not even have a clue? This is why it's important to pray. Ma, God will not appear to everybody like he did to Cyrus. He will not mention everybody prophetically like that. But when you pray, you align with a plan that is written ahead of you. In some cases, God will speak to you. In many cases, he will not speak to you. He will just guide you. As you pray, you always find yourself where you ought to be. You might want to go this way. For some reason, you go this way. One of the leaders shared the testimony with us this morning. They were going somewhere. The husband just told her, let's just wait a little. And they parked the car and they waited. Only to decide that the car was burning. Somebody just told them, your car is burning. If they didn't wait that place, it would have been something else. So because they parked, they were able to come down. They had parked. The husband said, let's park for no reason. Just let's just wait till, and they pulled to the other side of the road and parked there. And they were talking in the car. Only for somebody to allow them to see your car is burning. Now, in that case, God didn't say anything. Can I say this to everybody? Some of the great things that will happen in your life, there might not be a vision or a voice proud to that time. But pray that you are there where you ought to be. This is why they are doing prayer meeting. You are at home sleeping. Why? Are you, are you following me? They are doing Bible study. You are not there. 
when we come to pray every Saturday, I join them. Almost every Friday, I do vigil, personal one. Yet, I join them every Saturday for prayer, I mean, except I'm not in town. Sometimes my eyes are right. You, you, you do understand. The others cannot be prayed. It is our, it's our life. It's our life. The plan is so huge that you can't miss it. And you must not. Sometimes it will, unveil, it will be unveiled to you in faces. God looks at the TV and the lies that media, they tell. Media call the shot now. They hope you know. You can be white and media can make you a black man. They can do and undo. If you want to know how powerful media can be, I'm not talking about other things that happen like I'm, I don't want to, but the fact, I don't know what the deals or whatever, I was not there. But one picture of somebody carrying a girl with a flag made even eminent people to be crying. But it was a drama by NCCF. The guy came out later and showed the old drama. And he said, I didn't carry any dead person. I see if I tell the movie. Now, I'm not, that's not to say nothing happened. I'm just saying that. That is how media can be. God needs people in that industry like no man's business. Media can go against your business and shut you down. They can call you a name that you are not. Say you are, they can make a saint out of a devil and make a devil out of a saint. And the whole world will believe that this one is devil, this one is saint. Media can do that. And I see how they influence people everywhere on everything. They can't do that. Media is strong. Very strong. I saw what somebody said out there. Like he said, he showed a snake picking the fish. And he said that media will put it like the snake is saving the fish from drowning. <laughs> and by the time they edit and that's how it will appear truly. They will say he's not eating the fish. Snake swallowing the fish. He said, no, the fish was dry. Just help the fish. Because I can be there and witness several things and report two. I made that too very, that's why it's even, you are not even saved by what you have said. What you have said can be edited. You can say, hear me clearly, hear me clearly. I believe Nigeria is a great nation. But the way we are going, it might become a terrible nation if care is not taken. They can remove if care is not taken and everything. For I just so that Nigeria is a terrible nation. I say that's what you have said. And didn't you, didn't you mention the word terrible? And they amplify it, and that is it. And people will not give you a second chance. They will just read it, and everybody will believe and start cursing. How can you say Nigeria is a terrible country? But that's not what you have said. God needs you are the answers to what is going on. Ah, let's close with this. I have to stop here. Abraham was not the first to be called. If you study Genesis 11, you will discover that Abraham's father was the first to be called to come out of his house. He died without feeling that vision. And the vision was transferred to Abraham. As I look at everybody here, believe me sincerely, when we talk about ancestral causes, it pains me. They talk about ancestral blessing. Many of your forefathers also did many great things. Some of them had a dream of becoming great, but it never materialized. Now they are 60, 70. They are moved. The betting is passed to you. Are you going to also continue? Can you say for sure, this is what our family represents and this is what God has sent us to bring to humanity? If those before you have not been able to say so, will you unravel this mystery? Or are you going to continue to live like any other person? It's a call. If there's delay in any aspect of your life, find out why. God doesn't plan that will be stranded. Maybe that's an act of mercy. You don't understand why you are wrong. So God say, hold him until we can tell him which direction to go. Because he might run wide if we let him go. It is true. Sometimes a woman is praying for husband and God is looking beyond. The child that I attach to this family, when, God, when I look at my scripts, it, is, it says that at any time they marry, they give her the second year they are married to a boy. And these are this that the boy. In fact, God is like your own purpose in life is just to give birth and train that boy. God can raise you as a parent to raise a boy. Your assignment is your son. There are values to deliver to that boy that will make him someone. For you, it's not the baiting is over your head. But you see, in heaven, there is no less role than. Did you get what I've just said? Yes. Anna will receive a reward as much as Samuel for producing Samuel. 
Because all God needed her to do was, God, God will not drop Samuel from heaven. Somebody must give her to Samuel. And the woman must be willing to say, okay, it's my first child, but let him go and serve in the temple. So heaven will mark that you are past. People don't understand this. This, this is, how is somebody hearing me? The Ghanaian guy I told you, if you can locate him on Facebook, check. That will be in the room and watch men pay the mom and sleep with the mom. Right before his eyes, I told you, three, four. And they will beat the mom to stupor. Finally, they found a place to stay. A professor hired them to be cleaners in the house. And he will come in the house. He will come in the night to the big key where they were staying to rape the mom. Right before his eyes, the mom will be raped by three men. And they said, so she will be torn. And he will be the one that will carry uh, 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 spirits and all those stimulated spirits and be treating her mom's private part. He, he was doing that. And his life was messed up before arrival. God managed to get to school and he develop a serial disease on his leg. And everything was just... While his life was spinning and everything was upside down, a woman, a rich woman, saw him in market one day, helped the woman to carry load, and she took interest in him. In fact, the woman led him to Christ, told him that I'm now your mother. The woman had been believing God for a child for years. She never did. On her bed, when she was about living, the Lord told her that I didn't plan for you to, I planned for you to train that boy. That that boy, now he had become a minister this time around. He went back to check the woman. He wanted to pray for the woman not to die. And the woman told her, don't pray. He said, Jesus appeared to me and he said that you have fulfilled my assignments for your life. I sent you into this world to locate that boy and raise him. The boy will go around the world. You will not. So you are true. So he said, let your servant depart in peace. She told the guy, I am dying with joy. I don't need you to pray for me. I have fulfilled my part. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. When we get to heaven day, we stand in salute for me. I raised you. Now it's your turn. Go do what God wants you to do. You never had a mother. As at the time was, I don't think he had even located his mother again. I mean, I don't think I've seen the mother. He said, you, that's your assignment. The woman never missed it. This is deep. Assignment. This is why you can't look at your son and beat him anyhow. When you start understanding this, like you are careful about things you do. Very careful. And there are angels writing reports. Your reports every day and forwarding it to heaven by their own technology. They are watching you. So when we are praying on Saturday, man, you are snoring at home, they are watching you. And they write a report. Let's, Lord, let's wait a little. He's snoring. <laughs> <laughs> and they are watching and they are watching and there's a great plan and then there's still a girl when nobody's watching you try to do some unholy things and they are watching they don't deny that you are a Christian but they are just watching you you are not ready and the report is being written You know, a lady told me one day, one of our dear sisters here, said many years, she was just telling me about a message I prayed one time. And I was warning single ladies about marrying men. And she said that she just found her way into the bedroom. And she heard two ladies talking, and I don't mind, Pastor. And they, this is not the married men that are running after us. <laughs> when you are told not to do something, you do it. Do you think it will pain the preacher? No. There is no action you take without consequences. Understand that. Everyone can forgive. No doubt about that. But there's no action that you take without consequences. That's very, very, very important. Do you know that if you follow the word of God every day as a lamp onto your feet, you are moving very fast towards what God has planned for you. You might not see an angel, you might not see an open vision. A daily obedience to God. And then I mentioned something, serve people. That means love people, reach out to people. When we end the service today, don't rush home. Meet one new person. It takes less than three minutes. Good morning, how are you? What's your name? Just say hi to somebody. It takes a few minutes. Yes. People have met people like that inside the plane and God, and they didn't do it to get anything from the person. Just a simple of acknowledge the person beside you. How are you? And Mr. Wiley, how are you doing? What about you? And simple stuff. Yeah. Don't share the grace and only talk to your friend and then you are out. God didn't plan church to be that way. 
As you carry your bag leaving, just say hi to somebody and get to know what's your name. Oh, my name is Sharon. Oh, God bless you. How are you? I'm, I'm Shade. Just that. Is that difficult? No. Take your eyes off yourself. You know, I've taken time longer than necessary today. I feel like I'm pointing my heart to everybody. I'm praying. The year is coming to an end. What are you going to start doing in 2021? You cannot live the way you've been living. You must see a vision and follow it with everything in you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus, blessed be your name. We worship you. We give you praise. There's going to be a communion service on Wednesday, and I'm inviting all of you. Be there on Wednesday. Be there on Wednesday. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Lines are falling onto you in pleasant places. You will hear a voice behind you that will guide you. The Lord will set you on the right path. It will help you to fulfill his plan for your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. If you are behind time on anything, the Lord will update you. It will take you from where you are right now to where he wants you to be. I pray for grace. In the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for grace. If at 80, Moses discovered it at 80, you are not yet, there's nobody that is 80 here. May the plan of heaven for your life be revealed to you. And may you receive the ability to walk that path. In the name of Jesus Christ. I bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus. You are blessed. Hallelujah. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.